Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourselves. <laughs> Here, 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 here. Cheers to the good folks of the Last Call Podcast. How y'all doing today, folks? My name's Ken. My name is Bev. I'm Dave. And uh, we're just here talking over um, some beers and having a good time sharing, you know, our voices and our opinions on certain subjects and certain topics. And, you know, we're happy for y'all to join us. This is the Last Call Podcast. Um, how y'all folk did this weekend? Us folk? Yeah, y'all folk. My friends. My co-hosts. We good. Dave? It was cool. I did. A, I was responsible for like forty percent of it. Right. Forty. You almost had a majority. Yeah. I mean, I had to go into work on Saturday for like three hours. Okay. Immediately got a bottle of Hennessy right after that. Though. That's where the. Yep. That's where it went. Okay. Back. Okay. That's good. I, I I stayed real low key this weekend. I I, I um. Same. I tried to be productive. Um. I sent most of y'all a text. Do not call me. Do not text me. Cause I'm curving all all you. All my all my people, don't talk. <laughs> all to your me. mans, yeah, all my mans and them's. I had to curve them. <laughs> the man them. It got real crazy the past few weekends, so I needed I needed to a moment to find my inner chi and um you know have <laughs> your chakras. Yeah, and and have a productive weekend. I actually um <clears throat> what I did is I actually locked myself inside my apartment all weekend. I didn't go out until Sunday to you know get some breakfast or whatever. Um, but Saturday. So what it did was um, try to figure out how, because I mean, right now, I mean, if you listen to us, chances are you listen to us on SoundCloud, right? Um, which is a great avenue for us, um, but it, it shouldn't be the only avenue, right? So we should be up on YouTube within the next week or so, which is good news for us because mm -hmm. I figured out how to do mm -hmm. that. So that's one thing I figured out, right? So we'll be up on YouTube within the next week or so, all the episodes, one, two, three, four, uh, we'll just be in the fourth. Um, so after I figured out how to do that, I formatted all the videos and stuff. So we'll be good. I'll have those uploaded. Um, the second thing what I try to do this weekend is try to figure out how to get us up on iTunes. Because that's that's like that's been my main goal since we first started. But with iTunes, it's a little bit harder. You got to go through certain validations. And you got to go through hula hoop after hula hoop after hula hoop. <clears throat> so um, I actually reached out to a friend this weekend. Oh, my mans. I can't I don't even know if I would call a friend at this point. Um... <laughs> And I said, uh, they they also have a uh, podcast up on iTunes. And um, I said, I'm going through, like, hoop after hoop trying to figure out how to do this. You know, I'm on website after website after website. I'm like, it's not popping off. I'm like, wait, why don't I ask just ask dude? Matter of fact, he's got one up on iTunes. So I hit him up. I'm like, yo, fam, what's good? Um, like, can you help me get my shit up on iTunes? I know your shit is up on iTunes. This is on Friday night. And he said, all right, cool. I got you. Somehow, I didn't even send him the link. Did not send him the link to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Somehow, he found the link to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Hit me up early Saturday morning talking about, yo, fam, there's no way in hell I'm helping you. No way. I said, wait, what? He said, yo, listen, y'all sound crazy. Y'all sound way better than me. Y'all have liquor features, alcohol features for y'all and content for y'all. Y'all have crazy synergy. And your shit is, is kind of more popular than mine. So there's no way I'm helping you. No. And I, like, tisk, tisk, yeah, like tisk. I was, I was a, little, a little taken back by it. I thought he was joking. I'm like, oh, tell me how you really feel. And then I hadn't didn't hear anything from him after that. So what I did was I literally sat in front of YouTube and with lined up with three computers and went through trial and error to try and figure out how to get us up on iTunes. 
luckily i finally it took about two and a half hours of youtubing and um like i said mad pausing doing playing pausing doing on my laptop pausing playing sounds weird yeah it was awesome um sounds like the first time i tried to fix my broken screen on like my iphone 3 Oh. Was it is a YouTube fix? Yeah, it was a YouTube fix. I mean, it was like one of those things where I was like, man, I could do this shit. Right. Ordered the tools for like thirty dollars. The screen was like another thirty, and I was like, look, I'm coming out of my pocket one hundred and twenty if I get it from somebody else, not knowing that like, yo, when you're really fucking with the inside of your iPhone, you got to have really delicate like hands. Right. I'm not saying I don't have surgeon like Ben Carson hands, but. <laughs> It was just a little harder than what I thought it was going to be. You played me, Operation before. Yeah. Mm. No, oh, you're not nah. good at that game. I'm not saying I'm not good. I just didn't really. No, nah, he wasn't old enough to play Operation. Oh, oh. Damn. damn. Sorry. I hear you. Oh. Anyway, shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hateration in the dancery. In the dancery. Shout out to Man Nim who didn't help us get on iTunes. We're going to figure out a way. No, we did. I did. Whoa, I figured, figured out. out? I figured oh, it, it out. Lit. I mean, like, it took, took a little sweat and a couple hours, but I figured it out. And uh, we're going to be up on iTunes soon, so don't worry. So be some real verses up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And we, we, coming, for, we coming for you, bro. We coming <laughs> for you fam we not Nobody gonna say else. no names solely you it's like we're playing laser tag and a nigga keep trying to go at you we're going only at you bro <laughs> fuck your team we aiming at you bro yeah um but yeah so that's what i do with my weekend i didn't I, I stay productive got some work done so you know we need we need one of those every you know once, no, absolutely once a week in a month or so uh, hopefully twice but yeah so <clears throat> going into uh the weekly sponsor this week so um so if you've been following us for a few episodes, you know we talked about Hellar High Watermelon, a, a beer that uh, Fab had recommended um, a few episodes ago. Um, Fab, you want to tell us the origin of Helen High Water real quick? Or no, Helen because we don't have it. Well, okay. <laughs> we gonna get it. We gonna get it. So I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for when we have it. We gonna get you and we gonna find you. So the executive producer on the boards, uh, Mr. Ty Davis, aka at PVA and pv entertainment the man you know making everything uh, possible and pop off so he actually came across the beer after hearing us talk about it on the podcast had a whole jug of it <laughs> went back and got another jug but told me where to find it this was last week so i went up there on sunday to try and get a jug of it, it was all the way up in westchester shout out to 914 that's where we from um after going up there i literally drove maybe about 45 minutes 50 minutes north got up there went to the went to the spot went to the woman i said oh so i hear um i'm looking for a specific beer it's called hell or high watermelon um no she was white she was white. She was a blonde junk. And um, she was like, you got you to gotta be kidding me. I was like, what? Is this really popular? She was like, first of all, we've had that keg for a, a long time, a, a little bit of a while. And I mean, granted, it was really good, but we had it for a while, whereas, you know, only a few people, niche people would touch it. I literally just tapped the keg and finished it two days ago. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. She's like, no, I'm so serious. I was like, okay, so I guess we're going to go with the a different feature um beer this week so the sponsor for this week is a decent substitute um we have samuel adams cherry weed so apparently it it's very it brings fab back a lot of nostalgia of her favorite you know childhood lunchables. drink our favorite lunchables go ahead fab um 
So you guys know the Lunchables. Dave, you might have been too young. Mm. Uh, but it mm. was... All right, this is the last one. <laughs> this is the last one. <laughs> no, because Lunchables meant a lot to me because I wasn't really allowed to have them. My mom didn't want me, you know, to, to buy me lunch like that to go to school with. You know, Haitian parents, they send you to school with chicken and sauce and rice. <laughs> and no, seriously. Okay, no, seriously. That sound popping up. No, well, now, yes. But <laughs> Please, when you're mom, a kid... When you're a kid, when you're kid in a, in a in 95% white school and your mom, you know, you don't got no microwave access your mom heats up your lunch before you get on the bus extra hot so by the time it's lunchtime it's it's like lukewarm <laughs> and you gotta eat the chicken and rice everybody got mozzarella stick like uh, polio string cheese and yeah gogurt pizza and, yeah all that stuff and i have ch- a chicken on sauce Haitian and sauce sauce. for all my <laughs> zoes out there <laughs> but anyways that? it's it's like bean sauce hmm <laughs> one day we'll we'll serve it Sock to you no <laughs> anyways um but yeah but once in a blue moon i would get a lunchable and put my little cracker in the cheese with mm. the ham or the bologna yeah. and eat it but my thing was is that it would come with a capri sun and it would always come with the capri sun flavor that i hated which was the wild cherry right which was trash. It was the <laughs> trashest Capri Sun of all of them. Surfer Cooler was good. Pacific. Pacific. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, Surfer yeah, Cooler yeah. was. Surfer yeah. Cooler was the best. Tropical something. So that's but yeah. the cherry joint was. So my- I had my favorite Lunchable, but it came with the worst Capri Sun. I can't have it all. This is what it must have taught me from the jump in life. You can't have all. Can't have it all. Nah, but um, and then it would be like Reese's Pieces, and I don't like that either. So I'd be asked out. Taking L's. But Taking I did L's. love the the bologna Lunchable. Did um so the worst with the Capri Sun was if you got the Capri Sun and it didn't have the straw attached to oh, it. Oh, this is before they created how to make the straw easier. See, they yeah. the youngins don't even nope, know about don't this. Know about the the oh, struggle. Before they had the, the yellow struggle. straw, when they had the clear straw, before it was like there was nothing, nowhere to put the hole, and you yeah. had to create your own hole. You had to, we used to squeeze the bottom of it real tight and then Boop. and try to pop them. After a while, we just start popping them on the bottom. Mm, yeah or we get our to teacher to cut them open that's what we really do what? you gotta get <laughs> adult assistance is about this a barbie you gotta take the barbie out you guys know ham and cheese lunchables though like that's a sad ass lunchable what about the pizza bites though see that was oh that before the pizza bites was just the ham, ham the turkey, turkey and the bologna yeah, sometimes the crack, you might fuck around and get like spread. taco the, or i remember the like it wasn't pizza bites it was like the the make your own pizza was like the second about. level yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. But, but that was like years later yeah and if your teacher cool. was nice she let you hop in that fucking uh the the teacher's room fucking microwave so you can get the real nah, nah what? i had a nice nah. teacher pop them joints in the see i went to like charter schools all the way up i went to private like, school and them they no i mean like me. charter schools like where it was like mrs jones miss jackson mm, no, i went to regular public oh. school yeah, it was all black kids there was miss jones black, and miss jackson black 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 black, black, black. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Zion Baptist, <laughs> Zion Baptist Academy. Yeah, anything. Greater with, Cincinnati. Yeah. Any any school with Academy. Baptist in it just screams black folk. But yep, that's popping though. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, um, this beer resembles. It's a little nostalgic to uh, the cherry wild cherry mm-hmm. Capri Sun. It is better than that because I'm I'm still drinking it, but I'm not a big cherry person. But it, it's refreshing. It's nice for the summer. Right. So I mean, that's what we we're going for. A nice little decent, you know, summer refreshment. We've been going with liquor and wine, so we. I, I, I wanted to, to, you know, provide some variety. We'll bounce back, um, you know, with some liquor and some wine next week. But um, speaking of, you know, feeling the heat, um, Dave, how, how those how's calves looking, bro? Oh, 
Mm-hmm. How's, how those calves look? We just skipped my whole segment, but that's fine. Oh, I mean, oh. Ooh, <laughs> we can, ooh, no, no, okay. Ken, Ken <laughs> just want to talk shit. This can wait. No, 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 no. no. Go ahead, Fab. I, we can wait. This can wait. This can Are you going to build up your thoughts? I don't even want to. Nope. I mean, I just I don't want to talk about it right now. I would like to not talk about I'll it. I'll let him gather his We're thoughts. We're going to talk about it. I'll it would be gather. only be right because if the situation was flipped, you'd be like, all you niggas. <laughs> I'm talking. To I'm playing <laughs> cases on all you bitches. <laughs> Um, okay, well, well Fab, okay, we're gonna step into Fab's corner. Go ahead, Fab. What you got for us yeah. today, Fab Rock? So, I got some good, good new music. Mm. Um, you be coming with it too. It's from one of the greatest out. She just released an album that was classic and wonderful and better than Lemonade. Uh, we're not it. trying to angle any side of this, but anyways, it was a classic, and I like. You just have to listen to it if you okay. haven't. You're under a rock, but it's great, great, great music. But uh, she just released this album, and she's already she already has a new single. It's produced by Michael Made It, which we did do a song from him last week too. Gucci. He's just trying to. I mean, yeah. If he just stopped making it, we wouldn't have to work. But you know. Yeah. Well, that's like you remember that um, summer that. Um, Oh my God! What producer am I about to talk about? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Why can I think of his name? Lex Luger? Uh, no, no, just like two songs. Cali ago. dude. Um, oh, Muzzard. Muzzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he every song yeah. and every and any. I think that was like two years ago. But anyways, it was two summers ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is called "Nothing Is Promise" uh, by Rihanna. Shouts to the Navy. <laughs> and yeah, here it is. Can nobody stop me and pass, nigga? I'm past my limit. I'm drunk and I'm blowing a whole lot of gas, nigga. Ten million in cash, put up in a stash, and send them a match. Hey, I put the money in the ground like a nigga Fredo. Got a turbo push and I don't even move. I'm back on the green, so why not to use? I'm continuously winning, my nigga. I can't see me losing. Ain't none of this shit promise. Ain't none of this promise. Ain't none of this shit promise. Ain't none of this promise. Ain't none of this shit certain. Ain't none of it certain. All right, I'm not playing anymore because I'm not trying to have them kick us off of SoundCloud. Right, we need this up there. We, <laughs> we, 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 we love it, but we're not trying to get kicked off. That shit is fine, as you could hear. It was just a snippet. Um, yeah. You can find it on Apple Music. You can download the single, purchase it. Um, but it's also on Apple Music, and you can buy it. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, but yeah, so Re, thank you for a song that I could put in the car that I sold. But it's fine. Oh. Um, when if, when I I used to have a car, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be bumping that shit through the streets. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Harlem parking. Oh. Um, she, uh, she always happens to like give you a summer a summer anthem. It's like the last three summers. Mm-hmm. She's came with like a song, like what was a uh, bitch better have my money last year. Oh yeah. What was the joint before that with the? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bands that make her dance. It was the other joint. Throw it up, throw it up. Yep. That was, so that was out. three summers in a row. She's been that song, me. like I do, I'm not a fan of strip clubs. I'll put it out there. Right there. I'm not a fan of strip clubs. If I was in a strip club and that song came on, I would take out like four hundred dollars <laughs> and just throw, throw it. Throw it in the and air. And this is why you don't go to strip clubs and, and walk out. <laughs> I walk out. I just want to hear that song when I'm in a strip club. <sighs> this is why. I mean, I low key would be a strip club DJ just because I feel like I would be giving all the alleys to these girls. Mm. Not a male strip club. Mm. Let me put it yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't want to see. I've never been to one of those, and I don't ever plan to go. Bro, why are they friend. still a thing? Like, 
Women don't like them. Men for sure don't like them shit. <laughs> well, some men Why do. Because there are some women that do like them. There are some oh, women no. that do that go take their bachelor bachelorette parties to a oh, male strip no. club. If your girl go to a damn strip club, a male strip club, she's probably in one of them dancing bear I mean, videos. Jim Joints went to that. All them joints went to see. You don't know what a dancing bear video? That's where the the, the motherfucker be sitting there with the big ass teddy hat on. With his dick swinging around, wow. and the girls just be clapping like this what? the whole time. Well, first of all, and he just be sw- swinging his meat in the girls' faces. <laughs> what? what are you talking Dave, about? Why oh, do you know? Why about do this? you know this? Because everybody knows what. Because you were in the furry outfit, right? <laughs> yeah, you got the bear. You got the bear suit at home. Fuzzy walls, bro. You got to make walls. the rent, though. You got to make the rent. I hear you. Do what you got to do, man. Um. Um. Speaking of doing what you got to do, mm. the Warriors. They're doing. They doing what they got to do. They make them, bro. Dave, you think it's gonna be over in five or six? Hey, man. Or four. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is gonna Cavs be throwing a towel. In six. Still on that cat in six, huh? At least you're consistent. Resolute. I remain resolute. <laughs> until, until the Warriors win the third game, it's gonna be Cavs in six. I hear right. you, bro. They I just got. You, Man, it's just uh, the what? internet. The internet just so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> bro, well, I seen a video of Tyrone Lue looking like lost, like oh, oh uh, yeah, no, and, and it fades into flashback when yes. you got fucking attacked. Here's the first crazy thing: that shit happened today. It happened exactly oh, when today. By, that when game happened on June sixth. When, when Iverson stepped over him. Yes, yes, it's the anniversary of it. And, you know, like, we were talking about it, like, earlier, like, me and my boy, he was like, yo, Iverson said, like, yo, I didn't even mean to disrespect him like that. I was like, nigga, you lying, bro. <laughs> Some shit he would say. Today you're saying that. Nah, me and Tyrone Lewis friends. Oh, no, nah, Y'all friends see you playing the game for the shit. I mean, I just feel bad for LeBron. Why? Um, because he tried to he tried to do the right thing and go back to Cleveland. And they were not, they were ill-equipped to do anything. What? How long ago? He could have stayed his ass in Miami. This is his second year. Okay. He could have stayed his ass in Miami for this shit. They went to the finals back to back years. He could have stayed his ass in Miami for this shit. They he took them to my to the finals. Okay. So why do you feel sorry for him if he took them to the finals? Because it's like you're trying so hard. He also went two he, he went two for four with Miami in the finals too. Don't forget. It's I mean, not like going to Miami was an automatic chip if they went to the finals. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a better chance, though. It was just a better chance. I mean like Kyrie's just not really proven to be a good team point guard. Kevin Love is trying, but he's just not a good fit for the team. I mean, but they swept through the Eastern Conference playoffs. So the how Eastern could you Conference? Say that? The Eastern Conference is like Regardless. AAU. I mean, okay, no. but whatever. however you want to cut the cake, they still swept through all them dudes. So when they run into a real team, yep. now it's he's not a real point guard? And this is the difference between building a team and just jumping places that yeah. he thinks he can get a chip. Like, he just wants to chip. Like, if he would just No, I don't think that he jumped to, to Cleveland. Like, I'm, I'm, this team is the one I'm going to get a chip with. I think that he – redemption – Redemption. Redemption's on your mind when you think about me. I just think the idea was nice, but like it's this is this is like and this is why I don't I don't really fuck with LeBron because I just don't feel like this is like what real basketball is supposed to be about. Like he's so concerned about this chip. Like it's not just him. Like it's not gonna be just him, obviously. I I think I mean I I do fuck with LeBron. Let me just let me Get that out the way. I do fuck with Nobody LeBron. I've, I've always been a LeBron fan. What I, my criticism of LeBron is not that what you said, Fab, but it's more mm-hmm. like he has the ability to take over games. My criticism of LeBron is he doesn't do it all the time. We've watched LeBron score 30 points 
back to back in the playoffs by himself, mm-hmm. and he's still capable of doing that. So why doesn't he do it? That's it's that is the that is the LeBron, million dollar question. That why doesn't he do it? Because every time he takes it to the rack, he scores yes, for the most part. He so why isn't he doing job. that? I'm saying that like when the momentum get, swing get like the that. Mic. <laughs> when the momentum is swinging like that, like it's really hard to combat that with one guy and everybody else turn the ball over. But bro. Kobe did that shit. <laughs> what do you mean? In the in the playoffs, the defense is not as strong. So I will say, not to say the playoffs. I mean, like in the regular season. season. During regular season, right? The mm-hmm. Not that strong. So then he might be able to score mm-hmm. X amount of points. But then when you're combated against a, a team that. You know, it's going to contest your like your strength. They're going to they, they're going to lock him up. He's not able well, to. And I, like of, of all the criticism of LeBron too, and I think I'm guilty of it too. I I think it does the Warriors a disservice. This is a team that won 73 games in the regular season, the most yeah. ever. This is a team that won went to the chip last year and won it against the Cavs. Right? Go ahead. You can. I, and they were jaded. They were so jaded. They're, oh, they went through a weak road to get to the finals. They didn't go through this team. They didn't go through that team. They beat LeBron without Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. All they did, and granted, last year they were the number one offensive team and then the number one defensive team. All they did from right. last year is come back even stronger this year, even, motiv- even more motivated, even more cold-blooded. Talking about we don't give a fuck who we're facing. It's over for you. I, I think Stephen A. Um, was talking about how um, how he was talking about how uh, he was talking to Kobe, and Kobe he asked Kobe who is the most what players resemble you the most, mm. right? And with the assumption that he'd say Russell Westbrook or or Kevin Durant or someone like with a, like with a cold hearted tear to them, and he said the the, the players who I respect the most. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. He's like because they seen it off the court. They seem like nice guys. Once they get on the court, they want to slaughter you in any way possible. They want blood. With no, yeah, they want blood. They want blood. They're they're savages on the court, and they want to take you out by any means possible. And people were trying to talk shit when they were facing OKC that they weren't they wanted enough or right. whatever, and then they ended up winning, coming back three one. It's like. Honestly, to me, that was to me that was the yeah, finals. Yeah, pretty much. It was because that was the team that matched up better. If if OKC would have faced Cleveland, they would have been doing the same thing to Cleveland. Would have been doing the same thing to Cleveland. To me personally, I just think that they're just ill-equipped, and I'm not saying that it's them being less than and like in um Golden State being regular. I'm saying that Golden State is an extraordinary team. And they don't even have enough to be at even. And, and and that's the crazy part is that for the first two games, right? In the in game one, Steph Curry was off the entire game. Klay Thompson was in foul trouble. Out of the top eight scorers on the team, they were six and seven on the team in scoring mm-hmm. in game one. Right. And they won by fifteen. Fast forward to game two. I mean, Steph Curry was in foul I mean, trouble. He had four fouls before eight minutes, nine minutes in the third quarter. Klay Thompson had. Only 17 points in a game. Once again, they blew them out by 30. 30. So they haven't even shown up yet. That's Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have not even shown up yet. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, say what you want. Like you were saying, Dave, they're in a complete team. I mean, even LeBron said it in his interview. He was like, we got outplayed in every aspect. Every facet of the game. 
I'm, I mean, that goes back to my question. So, because I've seen, like, I'm watching the game. Like, when he does go to the wreck, he scores. He's scores. bigger than fucking Steph Curry. Like, that we can't deny that. And, and they're not playing, so why they're not playing a big he, lineup either. Why isn't he doing it? That's my question. I don't think that he's not. Like I said, it's, it's just going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. And what, take a lot? What? It's, they're two. This is 0-2. 0-2. Going to Cleveland. Going to Cleveland. These... Fools got right. played out forty points in Cleveland in the regular season. I'm just saying. There are there are times and a lot of the time that he's the tallest player on the court at six eight. When the bench when, is when, when Bogut is off the floor, he is the tallest person on the floor. So to me, Grant and they the Warriors do a great team. They're like I said, they're a great they're not a good defensive team. They're a great defensive team mm-hmm. with Igudala, Harrison Barnes, and Draymond Green, you know, guarding the perimeter and guarding the post. Like they they've held LeBron in check. I think I think out of the two games that they played in the regular season, and the two games that they played so far, they LeBron and going back I think to like the last two games that they played in the finals, they've held Cleveland every single game under forty percent shooting. Yeah, every single game. Meanwhile, in the regular season, the playoffs, Cleveland shot better than fifty percent every game. So I mean, good luck, Dave. To the, in that Cavs and six is what I'm trying to say. I just. I, for the sake of not even just my, me and my hometown and all that, like for the sake of just basketball and not having like a weak finals, I just want to see like the power up, the matchup that everybody was talking about, the one that he's LeBron's been saying that he's been wanting. I don't want nobody else. I want them niggas. You don't want it. You don't want it. Them niggas is showing up. You sound like they, you're upset at LeBron. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm mad at the team. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. You should be mad and not at LeBron, but you, you should at be mad team. at the supporting cast. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad at the, the team because cast. LeBron is not not playing. Bro, like Jr. Jr. Smith, cold has, hands has never Benjamin cold hands. That nigga new name. Oh Bruh, shit. He took. He is not. He's never been in a game for longer than 30 minutes and shot only three shots, two shots, which is what he's done the past two games in a row. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? But when he playing niggas that he see all the time, he throwing it up, Damn. throwing it up. He Didn't throwing... he do this on the Knicks too? I mean, on the Knicks, he shot for days. Like, yeah. He shot them in games and he shot them and out he of wasn't, games. Yeah, yeah, but he at was, least he shot. <laughs> at yeah, least he shot. This game, he's been like, 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 Clay Thompson got him fucking spooked and shit like that. And like, J.R. Smith led, he has this season, he set the Cavaliers three point made record. Yes. He has Set. the ability to do it. And he's in an isolated area now, not being in New York anymore, right. where like all he has to do is be around greatness, LeBron James, right. and he's pushing him to play better. But it seems like now his card is being pulled and he's nowhere in sight. Mm. So I don't know what it's, what it's going to take or if he actually just doesn't have that in him at a high degree to actually like compete. Anymore, I think he because does. Think he's, he, just so, he's just. I, so I know that he does. I know that he does. Somebody just need to slip a bottle of Hennessy on his mother. Yeah. You know what I'm Do you think yeah. he's better Slipping street baller? I mean, that's brother? what he is, though. He is, he is a street baller, yeah. but he plays that street ball <laughs> style like on yeah. the court. Shout out to Chris. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Seen you on one note the other night, boy. Don't do that. Don't. Do with, that. with Jr. right next to him. Right. Uh, <laughs> last thing I'm gonna say about these. <laughs> If if we couldn't just be as much as disappointed I am with them on the court, I seen a picture of this nigga Iman Shumpert <laughs> looking like one Penny looking, Proud uncle in the joint, looking girl box, looking like God. Eddie Hendrix. What what are you doing? His dog? hair was flowing yesterday. I was right. like, what kind of products he using? Them joints was floppy. He got the joints from Tiana. He need to get them bitches back. Play some basketball. Tiana. They weighing your head down. Weighing his game down. All of it. But I mean, he played like that in New York too. That's why a lot of New York fans don't like him. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, we, as I mean, everybody knows if you, you know, have an ear to a radio, a television, the internet, whatever. Um, we lost a legend this week. We lost a great one. It seems like we're losing a great one every week. I was having a conversation about Ty about that. Like, damn, bro. If it's just every, you know, you open your eyes. Matter of fact, we lo- I don't even know if y'all are aware. Um, DJ White Owl. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Lost him today, too. Yeah, mixtape, nigga? Yeah, the mixtape, too. Wow. Lost yeah. him today, too, it's man. 2016 is ruthless. Bro, I just found out literally about two hours ago before we yeah, before we started recording. Somewhere. That's crazy. Crazy shit. Um, but, yeah, so we lost um, Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, a.k.a. Buzz. Uh, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Mm-hmm. The greatest of all time. Yeah, man. So greatest, man. the uh, original goat. It's crazy. I don't know if y'all have seen the um. They did a documentary, not Ali, right, with Will Smith, mm-hmm. which was good in itself. It was a movie, long as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good movie. Um, so Jack there's a doc. There's like a a documentary called When We Were Kings. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With and it chronicles the um, once. Muhammad Ali got out of jail after he was released and then the how Don King arranged the fight between him and George Foreman mm. um for the you know the rumble in the jungle right mm. it's a great film uh it's a documentary it's only about an hour it's, it was one of those like documentaries that became one of those cult sports documentaries that inspired all the 30 for 30s yeah, right basically, yeah. yeah so um if you haven't seen I definitely uh recommend you know giving a good look um but um I mean, but I mean, I know you guys have your own personal thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be dope to like share our favorite quotes from Muhammad. Uh, so mine is, and I'll tell like I guess why it personally resonates with me. Right. Um, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. And this kind of relates to me most recently because. Um, when I decided to start DJing and I wanted to go to school and like really learn it, um, learn it from scratch, learn like all the equipment, how to set it up. Like I wanted to take it really seriously after I went to school and I was like after three months and it was time for me to like kind of put myself out there and like play a party. Somebody asked me to do their birthday party and I was like, word, yeah, I'll do it. I was terrified (laughs) like butterflies and it's crazy because I haven't felt like that in a long time like probably since like I played sports like competitively okay um and and it scared the shit out of me well in because I you know like I have a a huge expectation on myself like my my cousin is DJ hi Epps if you're listening what's up up, boy um and he's everything to me and you know like i have friends that are really dope at djing and stuff so like i i didn't want to be like the you know the bare minimum i didn't want to just like coast on by i really want to be good and i'm still learning like every day still practicing but um when i went to do the birthday party um i was scared as fuck (laughs) because i didn't want to suck and like and it's just part of it like you have to suck to get better Mm -hmm. um and so this quote you know like and in the beginning it was something that really scared the shit out of me and like sometimes it still does when when i'm in like new situations but it's like a bittersweet nice feeling because 
you know you don't want to coast your whole life and just not be challenged and i feel like with like work like doing events for work and stuff like doing events for me is second nature like it doesn't you know it's very like oh i gotta do this i gotta do this obviously things go wrong day of sometimes where you just you when you've done things for so long and i've been doing them for like five six seven years like it's it's not challenging it's just second nature yeah so like with with djing and and learning something new from scratch like it it was scary but it was also exhilarating because it's like wow like you almost can kind of see the possibilities like um you know what where this can go like the um potential and you kind of see the potential in yourself so you know like you just gotta fucking jump in and do it so this quote um means a lot still what's your quote dave uh it i had to dig i had to dig a little bit today because um it's just such a, a serious moment and Muhammad Ali was always kind of like a, a very serious man but a very kind of like comic relief a lot of times but what he was saying always made sense like for me um, being a black male and understanding how like a lot of times society will tell you that you can't let people know how great you are it's the same thing they have with athletes today I mean not to like compare but like a Floyd Mayweather regardless of what anybody thinks of him he does his job very well and they tell him that he can't be as arrogant as he is but you are that good though you know mm-hmm. but a dude like donald trump can do whatever blah, 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 blah. right but so like looking at muhammad ali he was like the first dude and this is when they were still lynching yeah they were still mm-hmm. lynching black guys and he was like yo i don't give a fuck i'm raw all y'all can suck on it oh. <laughs> you know he probably said that yeah <laughs> I mean, respectfully. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he probably he did, said that. He did end up having. I mean, he, he beat a lot of white guys, but he mostly had to like go up against his fellow his brother, yeah, his which you know he so. did gracefully. A lot of times he was getting disrespected because the media would try to pin them against each other. Like, look at these two niggas or whatever. But he always kind of came out on top. And even dealing with the military thing, like I've always appreciated that because it's like. I don't really fuck with the military. Shout out to like my brother and my father and my cousins and my friends who are in the military because they had to do what they got to do. And if they feel like they need to protect this country, then so be it. I don't think that the country protects us in any way. So fuck them, you know. And for him to be able to say, look, I'm a free man. I don't have to fight in your war. And they came and attacked him for everything that he was worth. They wouldn't have done that to anybody else. I mean, but, you know, you guys like Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. they went, they willfully, you know, and they was like, well, why y'all going after me? Because, you know, at that time, it was like a random selection. Right. But they were used, they were actually picking celebs. Oh, yeah. To, like, be the forefront. forefront. Like, yeah, they, the hey, face, the face yeah, of, look, yeah, they're, they're doing, doing it. You propaganda, do it too, propaganda. Yeah. And right. he was always a smarter guy. He understood that. And he stood on his morals. And they tried to crucify him for it. And they did ultimately have an effect on the lastingness of his career right but he stood on something that meant something to him so while i could be like uh you know fly like a butterfly butterfly sorry sting like a bee happened or, to me too i'm so uh my, my favorite one is the poster i had in my room it was like i'm so fast that um i turned off the light in my hotel room i was in bed before the lights was out <laughs> <laughs> yo i used to try and do that when i was a kid <laughs> you know what i used to do? take my long ass on the bed and take <laughs> turn the lights off with my toes I'm in bed. Oh, because you didn't want to get up. Beat it. I wish I could do that. Right. I don't have. Um, I don't have claws like that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not claws. So, um, 
my quote something actually has to deal with me and like i'm a big imaginative guy if you know me mm-hmm. so uh, it's the man that has no imagination has no wings um love that quote yeah that's fire and um so i mean over the last because i mean he passed on i believe it was friday it's friday or saturday morning it was, saturday. It was a bit before the weekend so i mean so all weekend like I, you couldn't duck and dodge it right everybody was talking about it from they had specials on cnn and on fox on espn and so i mean i heard but i heard a lot of varying differing opinions you know about muhammad ali right for the most part it was you know embracing him as you know for of course a grade a athlete a boxer an entertainer um but as you were saying dave as uh more of a a standout and a rebel, a rebel against the system, activist. To, an activist, right? To whereas he, um, you know, he made it known that uh, he didn't want anything to do with not just going to war and fighting somebody um, that he doesn't know. I mean, he said, "quote." Ain't no Viet Cong ever call me no nigga, mm. Mm. right? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So. But not only that, as a black man in this country, for the way that he was treated, you know, so you want me to go over and risk my life and fight in another country and come home to a country where I'm not respected Mm -hmm. as a man and I'm dehumanized almost. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not. No, no, I'm not going to fight your war. And it set a tone as a, a public persona to give, you know, two middle fingers to the u.s government and say mm-hmm. i'll take you I'll, i'm not gonna move to canada neither i'll take your time i'll do my time in the mm-hmm. prime of my career as my own personal stance against you um when you he know, so, got reli- he, he should have been able to get off because of his religion right but they they viewed the nation of islam as terrorists of course and not a religion of course but it was dope how all the athletes came together will chamberlain yeah. Yep, all the black athletes at the time was like, "Yo, nah, fuck Jim Brown, especially my Jim nigga." Brown, yeah, was Cleveland. like, "Fuck this, let's 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 we got to do something." I mean, I don't think that's not something that black athletes would do today. I feel right. like we just they they're more fearful because of money. Mm-hmm. Money is crazy now. Right. It, was a lot, it was a lot less money back of then. Of course, I think he um he got fined. His his sentence was five years, mm-hmm. and he was fined ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars back in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Money. And 70, it took him like a, two years to get out. Yeah. So then they vacate his um his titles too, <coughs> which so, was like, come on, dog. I mean, but they were gonna do that anyway. If you get locked up, they gonna vacate your titles. If yeah. they do that now, if you get locked up, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, also crazy that like w- the way that we remember him now, like a lot of people don't know that story. Like they shun him for mad long. For mad America, long. the same people right. that you know that we, embrace him now. Right. Which I mean, which took. It took a while. I'm glad he was alive to see, you know, to feel the embracement. I mean, right. he lit the torch at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? He's the one that, that lit the Olympic torch. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, you know, it's good that they he was alive to, to, you know, to see the, to, to smell the roses, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. while he was, while he was here. Um, the quote that I have is actually from that movie, um, When We Were Kings. And um, it's, I can relate to it. And I'll say the quote first. Um, it's it's a longer quote. It's when he's on the plane desire. He gets on the plane, right? So he gets on the plane and he's in the front. He's in the cockpit. And he says, look at this. I'm on a black plane. I'm on an African plane. 
with African pilots. Both of them. Look at them. It's beautiful. This is the thing they don't want the American Negro to see. Mm. He said, look, I'm going to a foreign land where there's, they don't want you to see, I'm going to a foreign land where there are more educated people than there are back in America. He's like, talk to them. They know English, they know French, and they know African. All the black folks here don't even know proper English, but they don't want you to know that. Crazy. And it blew my mind because I was in Europe, when I lived in Europe a little mm-hmm. bit, and I came across a lot of people that would speak two, three, five different foreign languages. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing at, not at 12, at 13, you know, five languages. Mm-hmm. A, a little a girls would come up to me and say, oh, can I practice my English with you? You're from America, right? I say, yeah, what's up? Be like, oh, okay, not not much, you know. I'm just trying to, you know, not lose it. I'm like, well, what you know? She's like, I know English, Albanian, Serbian. I said, what else? She's like, well, I'm learning Spanish and I'm learning Japanese right now. I'm like what? What? <laughs> yeah, what? man. Five, English and ja- you're learning Spanish and Japanese at the same time. Like this is just uh, this feeds into like the American exceptionalism or the American imperialism that I just don't feed into. I know, I mean, and you, I, if, if you're from Nebraska, or if you're from Omaha, uh, you know, if you live in Kansas or, you know, these red states, you know, where it's America, yeah, we're the best at everything. If you, that's where you're from and you see that and that's what you're taught and that's ingrained in you and you really believe that. But you don't get that it's not all peaches and cream until you step outside your box mm-hmm. and you step outside where you're actually from and you step outside and you look and be like we're not the smartest right we're not the healthiest we're, we're not the best at everything we do so i mean so that's why i could actually relate to that because i actually experienced that too like damn they they what is something else he said he was like oh they show us on tv as tarzans and um slaves and all these um you know mindsets where they want us to think that we're like this but we're smart look we're smart people too mm-hmm. you know so that was that was cool to me that was good to me so once again, go ahead and see that um, when we were kings. It's a, it's a great. It's only an hour long. But it was a great documentary. I was just, uh, go absolutely recommend that shit. Yeah, I mean, more than anything, I guess my last like words on um, Muhammad Ali was it's just that like you gotta stand up for something and like really stick to what you believe in. No, don't like sell out. You know, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's if anything, if you take anything away, like he. He was the best boxer in the world and he gave that up because he had he believed in who he was and not selling out to anyone for whatever reason like he was going to be who he was and even if that meant like you know bad repercussions or whatever sure. the case was. I mean it, it literally meant you know him losing the prime of his career so yeah. I mean cheers to him so I mean I'll raise my glass to that man Cheers to you Cassius his mama named Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Um. So I mean, last week, if you were listening and tuned in with us last week, we started we 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 delved into a conversation. It actually started off with you know one of Fad's music picks, and we started off uh, going into um. Uh, there's a song by Jay Z, and I don't think we actually named the actual song after listening to it. Oh, the Pusha T. Yeah, Jay Z and Pusha T song. It's called Drug Deals Anonymous. I honestly haven't listened to it since last week. 
Well, I've listened to it like three, <laughs> or, four, three or four times after, uh-huh. like a day since then. But it's, you know, it's actually really hard to find because it's not on YouTube. It's, it's only on Tidal, right? It's, yeah, it's only on Tidal. And wherever it was before when we first heard it, they've taken it off. So, um, shout to Title. Fuck you for keeping oh, us with him. Shout out to Title. We hate you. <laughs> it's like just to, just to, just to get off on that real quick. That shit is hell of annoying, dog. Hella annoying. Like for me as a music guy, like I love listening to music, and sometimes I just want to hear what I want to hear. If I get on Spotify and I can't get your fucking album, or because I had turned my little iTunes off or my Apple Music file for a minute, because I was like, you know what? Let me just see. If there are other venues outside of these things where I can, you know, still listen to it and maybe save a buck or two. It's only nine dollars. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where like Jay-Z is making it really difficult for the consumer for the sake of his own fight. And I think it's like it's kind of selfish. It's kind of selfish. No, Ty? No, you don't think so? I understand it. I understand the logic behind it. But the only people that really suffer is us. Of course, no, no, not. no, no, no. I not. see what he's trying to do. He's trying to get subscribers, but I have an iPhone. Title. I have an iPhone. No, like, he's trying to have us invest in back into the music. No, I understand that. I understand that, but his app is not. Is good. it really black? Though? I said just that alone, but we keep complaining about one thing, but we'll keep investing in a, uh, an area that doesn't care nothing about. Well, at least Apple cares about the consumer, though. It doesn't matter the color-wise. Outside of that, they care about the consumer. They give you a quality product. Mm. Like, Apple Music is... Or is that that's just because they have the means to do it? That's true, too. That's true. That's true. But, like, what are you going to do? Should you should you sacrifice something of higher quality just for the sake of... Well, this is a good argument. It's like, so do we support BET because it's, it's for black people? or And we can't watch, you know let's say mtv that may have better shows on it well even though it doesn't really but just to let you know for argument's sake vh1 do we just support bt just because it's it's there and it's for quote unquote us even though it's all under the same company viacom but still like you know it's like and and i see what dave's saying too because it's like no shade but the bt awards versus the mtv awards they're two very different, different things very different where platforms. even our artists, our black artists aren't going to the BT Awards and they're going to the MTV Awards because they've, you know, deemed it more valuable or whatever the case is or because the production is just better. I was going to say, what do you think it is? I, I think it's, it's more the pro- yeah, combination of both. I mean, the BT Awards, Awards, they don't even air live. They pre-record it because so they be sad. fucking it up. Oh, that's such a bad look. <laughs> but but well, but what is it? Is it because you know they're hiring only black production companies that are a little bit more beha- behind than the companies that have been around longer? Like what is it? I don't know. I don't know. I see the BET Awards. I think it's a a they don't market like the MTV like MTV when you know when the MTV mu- uh, video music awards are in town mm-hmm. right VMAs. it's VMAs you know when the VMAs are in town the VMAs are plastered up everywhere it doesn't matter if it's New York or Cali you know like they there's so much built up advertisement behind it and it just doesn't seem like that's there with the beat like the BET yeah I saw that too the BET um the BT Awards, like, I don't know what it is. They just doesn't carry the prestige. It doesn't have the same cachet that the MTV does. They don't have, it's not live. So, I mean, I don't get it. 
Well, that's like also like the Source Awards too. Like we used to have the Source Awards. I was gonna say the Source Awards is still a thing. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, but it's like it's just unfortunate that like the things that we have are always like low quality or something like that. Right. But that's not why we brought this up. No, it's not why we brought that up. Um. Um. So the reason we brought that up was, it was initially, like I said, going back to Jay Z and um and Push. So. <laughs> We we had a conversation that started on the air on the mic, and then we took it off the mic, um, going back and forth because you guys are you guys were saying how Jay Z was washed, and it was time to he's in the twilight of his career, and I mean that's how it started. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it started, and it delved into our group chat, and our group chat there were other voices that heard it, and they had they had other things, differing opinions. As I had differing opinions too, um, it was just too much of a short subject to bring to the light. But after we started discussing a little bit further, I was like, and like after three hundred different messages back and forth, yeah, I was like, it was getting kind of ridiculous. <laughs> we, we Low have, key, it was just a whole bunch of like dingy Yankee hats just yelling at me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, why were why were why were Yankee hat and Mets hats too? Why were they yelling at you? Because I I don't I'm not confined like geographically like to like oh New York is the mecca of hip hop and it doesn't frustrate me or it make me sad that New York is no longer the center of hip hop anymore it's okay like people are p- talent can happen in different areas just because you don't or you refuse to see it like it doesn't make you or make my opinion any less valid okay so what Dave said is that Young Thug is a god no wait 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 before no, 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 before no, no, no. we jump into this I could have said that myself <laughs> but, and I was but I wanted to make it give it proper context yes because the word was used not in the same way this was the the reason that this became an argument Dave said something in what see the English language y'all <laughs> <laughs> the English language is some bullshit and I've been saying this all my life syntax is real it's awesome. the hardest language to freaking learn because everything can mean something else especially this day and age first of all dave spelled god you know in his head g-a-w-d it doesn't mean capital g-o-d you know you you know me it's not the same i spelled it lowercase g-o-d okay but that my thing is dave did say it was was every pronounced what are you talking about it's a phonetic spelling (laughs) it's the same thing (laughs) but dave said something that ken did say he did say it but i personally understood and that he didn't mean it like like young thung is the the end all be all savior of all things god jesus and and the father and you know what did you mean what did you mean by now you can say so what did you mean what is the context of yours when you said young thug is a god so what let's let's lead up to it what was said was okay Jay-Z's this, Jay-Z's that. I said Jay-Z's not any of those things anymore. <laughs> um, and this is coming from a guy. Listen, this is coming from a guy who, like, that was my, like, come out music on in my 10th grade year. Like, I was listening to What More Can I Say and shit like that. Like, when I was, when I was hooping, like, I love Jay-Z. However, I understand the progression of music and the sound and how the impact of, like, these newer artists are having. And what I was saying, all of that to say is, I was like, yo, like, for example... Now, Young Thug, a guy like Young Thug is a guy. He's changed the surface of music. Like, Future took it to an area, really? and then Young Thug took it further than that. And this is all started by Gucci Mane, by the way. But yep. what I'm saying is that Southern artists have made it. The, Andre 2000 said it best. Yeah. The South got something to say. And just because it's not in the same language that you're used to or because. And the, the, the issue with that I got, I saw with it because I'm a. I work in fashion. I'm like, I've definitely always been different with shit. Is that 
Young Thug and these guys should not be judged just because of the way they look and the way they dress. Because mm-hmm. these dudes are still rapping better, you know what I'm saying, than a lot of these dudes out here. <laughs> and actually making better songs. Rapping better? They're rapping better. Yo, Thug got bars. Thug got bars. I'm right. not going to say that for every dude in the South who's making whiny music, but Thug got bars. And Thug is one of, he's, he's his own dude. Everybody else is trying to be like him. So all the guys you're hearing that affected, I said, those guys don't matter when I'm talking about music or whatever. I'm saying that, like, Thug himself changed the surface of music for good. That shit ain't going back t- from whence it came. <sighs> he's an influencer is what he's saying. He's is he, though? Is How is he? he not? How is Young Thug not an influencer? Look at all the artists that are, are coming out now. Look at, we have Future, right? There's Thugger. There's Lil Uzi. There's Made in CYO. There's, there's, you could even say Fetty. You could even say Fetty, even though he's from Jersey. But still, if you listen, Fetty sounds like Uzi. I was listening to an Uzi song today, and I was like, is this Fetty? Fetty sounds like Uzi, or Uzi sounds like Fetty? Uzi sounds like Fetty. But both of these people came after Thugger. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see any correlation all between those Fetty niggas, and Thug. All those niggas did they dress the same way. Colored them shows purple. Fucking Thug was the first nigga to do that shit. Wear the short chains, like the choker chains, mad diamond out. Thug was the first nigga. I'm t- we're just talking about style. We're not talking about rap yet. But then we're talking about how he's... And the sound, too. The sound, man. All these niggas want to be you like Thug. You can go and play three different tracks from three different niggas yep. right now. And I won't want. listen to none of them shits. I keep but that's your personal too. preference, right. but that's different right. than what's really happening. But, but see, and this is where the conversation was going and where the folks that were kind of siding with me were going. It's like you're what the 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 trend of the conversation was going like this is the evolution of hip hop. This is the evolution of rap. And what we were saying was that if this is the evolution of rap, then rap isn't rap anymore. It's not. Because if that's ever, it's not. Because understand where we're coming from. We're coming from a place of Big L, Big Biggie, Big Pun, Hova, The Locks, public DMX, Enemy, Flavor, I mean, I mean, you Flav. Can, you can go with Public Enemy and Flavor, but I mean, but I'm, we're not even talking this is about, about I'm, New York. I'm talking about New York right, right, right now. But, but what I'm talking about is oh, from Public Enemy to where it went with Hova. And with the locks, and even if you want to go down south, I can even go Scarface. I can even go Wayne. I can even go Bun B. Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand. Absolutely. What Doug and what Uzi and where they're at right now is a completely different plane. And that you can't tell me that plane is even with where Outcast, where Wayne, where Ti was at. It's not at a different plane. But it's what lower. Are you, it's but what are you calling? But what though. are you calling rap? It's like pop music. Right. Like pop music has so many. Levels, but pop isn't a genre. Pop is not a genre. It, I mean, no, pop is popular music. Pop is not. If a genre. you look at the, if you go to the Grammys, so then, and the pop category can have all of these artists, and it, it's the popular. So music. I'll call it hip hop. Okay, because it, it's not hip hop. It's it, to me, it's not. It's shit that you could go like this in the club too, but it's not like there's no content to it, and that's where that's where. Is there no content to it because you can't understand? I them? mean, if I if if someone's not speaking English, I can't understand half of Thug's lyrics. I'll be honest with you. I I, I and Ooh. to our credit, I literally went through a car ride going up to Westchester to go get to to Green Growler to go get <laughs> the, the Helen High water. High yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon. Yeah, me and E is sitting in the car. I'm like, E, we gonna do we gonna do a case study. We gonna listen to Thug. 
Tell me, like, we, we listen to Gucci at first. He doesn't like Gucci. To be honest, Gucci, I'm like, I'm not a Gucci fan. The joint that you play last week, I played in the car. It's got a knock to it. It got some bass to it. I fucks with it a little bit. <laughs> but I, I'm not a Gucci fan, but I can, I can listen, I can tolerate Gucci. I can't tolerate Thug. So I have a question. Do you want to, though? To, it's on. not about want to. I don't I have no. No, no, no. I, I have I a question. Hear, I hear. I want to hear. I have. Trust me. I I listen to any and everything. I, I used to be a DJ as well. So, like, my ear for music, I don't turn anything away. I try to listen to Thugga. I don't, like. I have a question. Is it not rap or hip hop because you can't understand it? What do you mean can't understand? When you say can't understand, like, you said, audibly you said you, can't hear it? You said it wasn't make like out he was. The words? You said he w- it was kind of like he wasn't speaking English because you can't understand it. Is it. Is <laughs> it not, but, I, can't, I can't understand. I, I would literally. But have to, is, I, is I would that have why to, it's not rap or hip hop? To me, like. That's part of it. I'm not saying that's all it, but the allure behind Thug is more behind his beats and the melodies behind it. That's the allure to Thug. But he creates the melodies, though. Okay. So, like I said, so but, and also I have, I, I do have an issue with the whole like, I don't know what the nigga's saying. I like, don't. I feel like that's like, it's like some elitist black shit, dog. It's not. It you is. literally can't understand You're, what he's saying, Dave. That's like, oh, I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know what these kids are talking but about. Some these people days. understand what I, he's I, saying. I, 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 bro, I swear to God, I'll be here. Bro, I swear to you. Dog. But my thing, <laughs> I swear to you. But my thing is this: also, if I listen to a, a Netherlands rapper and his accent is heavy, and I can't really understand what he's saying uh-oh. because I'm not a Netherlands, like not I'm, I name a name, oh, someone okay. from Netherlands, someone f- not from America. Okay. That's a rapper. I don't know if you're allowed like to static, be a rapper like if you're not from America. Like, like static Skepta. Static. Well, you, you're mixing Static Selector okay, who? and Skepta, and those Skepta, are both okay. DJs. Um, so well, Skepta is a, Skepta is a is grime it. rapper from right. the UK. Right. Okay. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about a hypothetical situation. Even though this does exist, a Netherlands any rapper not from America that has a heavy accent. Let's say he's from France. If you can't understand what he's saying, does that automatically mean it's not rap or hip hop? Go ahead. What? Hi, Ty. Let, let me let me chime in on this. Real yeah. Quick. So I I see the um. The parallels in both arguments i hear what you're saying and i hear what you're saying based off old school hip-hop like in 90s and the whole era and everything that you were talking about there was more of a message and not to say that thug doesn't have a message mm-hmm. and not to say that there you can't understand what he's saying in there but it is more melody based where you couldn't take a 90s uh flow and go blah, 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 and feel something right because there was, you couldn't, the words aren't there. Mm-hmm. So whereas with Thug, he has more of a melody-based, um, you know, music so that you can kind of vibe with it without having to have to tune in or have to... Or agree with uh, what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, agree with where, you know, where the topic was going. You know what I mean? So there is a, that line, what you're talking about, where, where if it's hip-hop and not. But at the same time, it's more... You know, when we, back in the day, you would re- review, like, did you hear what he said? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not niggas don't say that no more. That's not Which is anymore. right, but, and that's, that's why and that's I was okay I, though. I, I, but I, it's okay. I mean, no, that's okay. I'm it's okay. Saying. Right? There's a lane I, I look for that. At, I look there's a lane for that. So but, what's the lane? But I mean, so what? But this is what I'm going into, leading into the conversation. Like this is how the tensions got so raised because I think there is a lane for that, but coming from looking through the eyes of someone that went through that era where it was like every other week you listen for a dj clue mixtape to hear what dudes was dropping to hear what fab was saying on the clue mixtape to hear what joe buttons was saying on the clue mixtape 
that area is gone. Yeah, and it I is. Guess, but it's not because of Thugger. It is, though. I mean, but it's not because of Thugger, no, but... No, because these niggas ain't, ain't paying for No, 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 I'm not saying, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that that area is done. And yeah. it's okay. It's okay. But if, but if... Okay, so you can say it's okay, but if that era is gone then hip-hop is gone no what? that's no. not true that is, that is true that's, that's not, not true. true that is true that's that is so dismissive of that's any, not dismissive all of the every single artist like i i, I listen to the interview you that you're you're ty go ty does this like you're at where these dudes are like oh who are your influences they look up to these dudes man and if you're saying I don't oh, know nobody not, look up to thug i'll be real no, I don't no, know Thug is saying he looks Thug up to is these, saying like, yo, the my favorite rappers are this guy and this guy. And he, they're actual rappers. And to say that he's evolved from that, it's dismissive. And to say that he's like, he doesn't belong. That's not okay. Yeah. Not, especially as black people, that's not okay. Like, we own, we own the rights to hip-hop. We own the rights to hip-hop. And if you're telling another black man that he doesn't belong in this shit. I'm not saying he doesn't belong, but I'm saying if that's the trend, if that's that's the road it's going down, then it's going to shit. No, it's not. Okay, 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 real quick, real quick. I agree with you on what you said in terms of some of these artists do say that they do look up to Hove and Nas. But Thugger is the only person because he doesn't really do interviews. And actually, I was the one who filmed this interview with Sway. Um, where he had uh, Lee R. Cohen come up and he didn't he talked about like he didn't really have he was trying to say he didn't have any influence. Lil Wayne. He always says he Lil says Wayne. He said Lil Wayne was that's the probably the only one really, but he was like I you know, I lived in a house where I had family members and everybody played this and everybody was musicians and so he did because you know that's the only thing I do have that interview you can check it out but, <laughs> plug that plug that it's Sway it's Sway it's Sway in the morning Sway and Tracy G um, <laughs> but no you're no, fine you no, want to put on I, a, put on a mic I, I need I need your voice for reasons um, I I I see both sides like I agree in the sense my thing is this art is art art evolves exactly it's it, and people forget this. People forget like that Hove was coming at T Pain when he came out. Oh, nigga, what you? Yeah, Death out of Auto Tune, and then within six months, that nigga dropped a track on Auto Tune. You know what I mean? Like rappers that were singing that was unheard of. So Niggas were scared, and they that's were scared not of change. Just because I mean DMX was just because DMX is a whole nother situation. Um, but like the Drakes, the T Pains, like. Those guys came and people were like, oh, these soft niggas. And then Max B came and everybody was like, yeah. Wavy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but people have tried over to Destiny's get. Destiny's Child songs and shit like that, bro. Like, but anyway. There's no one way about this shit. Like, there's no one way about this shit. Like, it's literally like, it can go in multiple different ways. It's literally like how Fab is, Fab is one shade of black, I'm another shade of black. That's how it should be. In my eyes, that's how it should be viewed. It should all be accepted. If you don't accept it, just say, I don't get it. But don't dismiss it. Because who are you? I'm, I'm I just you. told you. I'm not, saying, a, you. I'm not, I'm not a, saying you, but we're, now I'm, I'm, I'm spending to the people. The, the, the people and more important, not more important, but like specifically like the conversation we had, there were people who were just, nah, that shit ain't it. Just because you don't get it. Like it's, that's, not, that's not fair and it's not your fucking call. I I understand it because my brothers like they're they're in their like 40s so they grew up Nas, Pac, Biggie, number one, two, and three. You know what I mean? NWA, you know the West Coast. Like this is I understand like it's what you were built on. Like this is your foundation. But just because fell in love with it, I understand. But like just because shit don't sound like that 
doesn't mean it's not legit and it's not it's not fair to say that and because like i'm not saying it's better we're not saying it's better than biggie and Pac and them we're not saying that if they were alive they'd get on a thugger beat like which was another whole nother debate <laughs> <laughs> somebody was like biggie would be on this would beat. Never get on i mean but but at the same time at the same time niggas evolve at the same time real artists evolve you look at prince you see his catalog you know, like you look at these these artists, you look at Sting, you look at fucking um even Jay-Z got on a, a rock album with fucking Lincoln Park. Like, don't forget that these things collision have course. happened. Right, collision course. I had that. It's like it's about evolving, it's about getting different influences, different sounds. And if you're not evolving, like my thing is this also, and I brought this up in the group chat. If y'all like the biggie pop sound, like the real hard shit, the real talking about real shit so much, how come niggas like Pat Poos aren't on the radio? Stop it, because Pat Poos can't make a red egg. Hey, Pat Poos can't formulate three verses together that's in a not song. true that's not true papoose can rap for me he can rap what i'm he saying is he can't write he, songs he can't write songs i agree with that papoose can rap that was supposed to come out he for like 10 years now <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, so, we'll put that in the frank right. ocean catalog like, right but but i mean but it? that also shines for me it shines a spotlight on cole it shines, it shines a spotlight on kendrick because they are the lyricists with the content with the message but is lyricism that, rap lyricism is rap and kendrick is also moving into a more artistic uh like medium you guys are gonna be real mad <laughs> these niggas are gonna be so mad I, kendrick and cole are my favorite rappers right now they're in my yeah. top five of of my top five right because they've influenced me i will listen to kendrick and cole on any given From day i cannot say that about pop because okay. i'm also 26 you right. know what i mean i'm a 26 year old girl in rockland like i'm not resonating with pop right. i appreciate him i would never disrespect him but he's not my he didn't influence me he wasn't right. talking about shit that i could relate to cole talking about student loans and shit yeah that's me <laughs> kendrick his whole album was about finding god like yes i'm i can that's me that is my life right but like thugger wants to talk about partying and you know all the drugs future whatever he wants to talk about and he took L this weekend with all the performances. We I mean, to get he to didn't take the L. We're going to get to that. Matter of fact, can we get into that before our emotions yeah. start bubbling over? Okay, so there was a there's a couple L's I was taking the past couple weeks when it comes to shows. Um, <clears throat> what Fab was talking about. So Hot 97 has their annual concert, Summer Jam. So there was a streak. Oh, before that, because the Roots. Right. Picked. Oh, the Roots, uh, the hour. Um, so Roots Picnic happened in philadelphia right mm -hmm. so did he perform at the roots picnic so this is from from the the streets of philadelphia mm. themselves because mm. i was supposed to go but i was like like ken i took a me weekend and like kept yeah. it very low-key yeah. um but my friends went and future went on stage people waited like an hour and a half to two hours for him his mic was messing up so he was on stage for like a couple seconds and then left didn't perform Niggas, at all like people no no performance like the mic was, was messing up yeah, he was mad so he left and people were like throwing bottles on stage right. and so they were pissed and right. and i went to made last this past summer and i saw him perform and i was all up in it all all up in the um the group the crowd the mosh and that shit was that was shit was crazy it was a great performance yeah. so that's unfortunate that the the roots people didn't get to see that but then he came he to came new to york so, okay so what happened was 
So if you live in the New York area, um, you know that it was a torrential downpour on Sunday um, and, and Saturday and Saturday and Saturday. <laughs> I, I guess I got yeah, caught in that right. shit twice. If you follow me on Snapchat, curls and Creole, <laughs> literally, fab, I was curls, soaked. The curl, fab's curls were on fleek on Saturday because she was soaking wet. <laughs> I seen it on her snap. I'm like, so we got cut on the rain. Yeah. A couple people talked to me. My manager, Gabriel, he was like, so from what it looks like on your Snapchat, it was raining this weekend. <laughs> I was like, really? So, um, so it, it came down this weekend, right? Yeah. So, um, hot 97 has their annual summer concert. Um, there was a streak where I went to summer jam for about maybe seven summer jams in a row. Oh, right. There was a streak. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I was, and they, I mean, granted the show, were popping like every time it was they they kept it coming back for more um the last time i went was probably oh seven yeah because i matter of fact they played a snippet from it over the weekend where kanye and swiss beats was going back and forth where they played oh, beat for beat that was a that was fire. yeah that was that. so that was the oh, last one that, that i went one. to yeah so kanye and swiss swiss came out talking about i'm the best dj out did you see michael at summer jam were um, you there for that one yes i was there for that oh one. man that's that legend see this is when it was like really right, good right so I mean, but this i had this was in all fairness to summer to, to hot 90s to the good folks of hot 97 um this was actually pinned to be like the their, best summer, their best summer it really the lineup was spectacular dog yeah compared to the last year's so but what happened with the rain and it not only rain but thunderstorm right the thunderstorms kicked in around the time when they were going to supposed to set off the concert so they like pushed before. the concert so they canceled they had the summer stage where tory lanes and dougie and a, a, a bunch of other somebody else that was dope was supposed to be on yeah. there yeah um, but they canceled the summer stage, mm-hmm. and the concert was supposed to begin at six. The concert got pushed back to eight thirty. It didn't end up starting till nine. Right? It's crazy. So keep in mind, you have about a five-hour, six-hour concert that's starting three hours later. Right? They have a curfew of eleven o'clock p.m. That everything was supposed to be shut off. But the light MetLife has a curfew of eleven p.m. I thought it was one o'clock. So listen, what happened was they got an extension because they had to push the concert back. Okay. So the extension got pushed back from eleven to one thirty. Oh. So everything had to be done by one thirty, right? So they started off at nine. Mano was the leading set. Should have cut his. Shit. So, but listen. So Mano set. <laughs> Mano set like allegedly went for like twenty five minutes from oh, Mad Long. Really? He just performed his song. After Why song, the after fuck does Mano have twenty five? <laughs> hey, I don't want no problem. Hey, no, no, wait. I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems with Mano. But dog, don't say she's not even twenty five minutes. What? So, so, but so I said it. <laughs> so, um, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so Mano came out for 25 minutes. Um, then uh, good music came out. I heard the good music set I heard was, it was, awesome. was amazing. Yeah, that was like, I that was like that the highlight too. of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So after that, after the good music set, there was fighting in the middle of the in the floor. Like it looked like a big ass chair match from ECW. Remember ECW? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! It was just nothing but barbed wire and and and, 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 yeah, and and ladder matches everywhere going on in the middle of the crowd. Mm-hmm. So they scattered, right? So they had to turn the lights on. Police had to come, wrap like six people up, take them out. But all this took like another half hour out of the show. Niggas. So ain't nothing going on. Da 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 da. So after they came, no back, fucking Funk Flex was playing like Waka Flocka <laughs> while the shit was going yeah, on. I, I was heard, like, Nigga. I heard it was like the fight. Now I heard about the, like the fight happened and it was diffused really quickly. It wasn't like six people. It was like one dude who got the the dude who started it. They saw it happen. Right. He got taken out quick. But either way, but it still took a half. Yeah, it was hour like yeah, it was like 15, 20 minutes back yeah, yeah, yeah. under. Yeah, because so. people were running. Right. It started a stampede. Right. Yeah. 
So they put everybody back on. They put ASAP on. ASAP, ASAP team came on. They put on did they think. By this time, I was watching on my iPad. I came home already. Mm-hmm. So um, ASAP came on. They brought MOP out. Um, DJ Khaled came on. So DJ Khaled comes on like around 110-ish. Mm, is this late? Yeah, it was that late. Okay, that meanwhile, makes sense. That meanwhile, makes sense. meanwhile, the trains... That was supposed to leave. Like, if you didn't drive there, they yeah. had trains. The last train left at 1.30. Oh, <laughs> Yo, people had terrible nights last night. <laughs> that Uber surcharge was probably 1,000%. Oh, what? Percent. what? I hope you had a friend. I hope you had a friend yeah, that had a Call car. your mans. Call your mans. Yeah. Um, so, Cali came on 110, brought out, you know, all the people, Gotti, the locks, Rick Ross, um, you know, a couple other folks. The, as soon as the lock came on, right, Kiss did his song, and SP came on. I Get High Track came on. Mm. Um, as soon as I, I Get High Track comes on, the lights go out. Mics go off. It's one thirty. Oh. So they were like, y'all ain't got to go home. It's over. So was ready to perform. No, and Cali was only halfway through his set, too. He but had, that's what I'm saying. He had Usher back there. He said he's about to bring, about, bring out Hove. Yeah, uh, he might have. I saw Hove. I might, Hove might have been there. I don't know if Meek was there. But, um, yeah, so that was... And then Future was supposed to come out, and, and allegedly Drake might have been back there. I don't know. So, um, but like it's like it was like a six, like a six figure fine, like two hundred fifty thousand dollars if they ran over curfew. Uh, so at eleven twenty nine, they don't got it. Who is that? Is that Cox, not for you, niggas. Cox Media. I don't know who or it was, Box. but they but they shut everything down. They Clear were channel. like, nah, Clear channel. Yeah. Clear channel. Yeah. Clear channel got a quarter million dollars. Not uh, not on the hot ninety seven budget. Not for the niggas. <laughs> they ain't gonna give it to us. No, no, no. Right. Oh man, so, um, so that's they, unfortunate. So they, they tried though. Right. So future caught. That's why future caught the L on again. That. Yeah. Man, Cali got to come back because I that, he can. Cali got so many connects. I would definitely go to a Cali like kind of thing where he just brought out man, motherfucker. My thing is this: it rains every weekend. Governor's ball is, which is the same weekend as Summer Jam. Usually, yeah, right. why don't we change the date? Like or, stop scheduling things on June fourth area. <laughs> well, but I mean, it always rains. I mean, but summer jam is usually is for the for the most part has gone off without a hatch. Like it's literally it's well, been governor's like, ball is always muddy. Right. Well, they're muddy even if it doesn't rain, which I never understood that. But that's a whole <laughs> other. Because it's Randall's Island. Right. right. They 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 water the grass at night. I don't <laughs> know. But yeah. um, but like literally maybe it's about four or five summers straight that it has not rained. I've clocked. I haven't gone, but mm. I've clocked it where it hasn't rained on summer jam. Yeah. So it's been the first year ever. But more importantly, why the hell are you having a concert like that on a Sunday? It always is like this though. And the one time I went and I was in like college, I think, or just out of college. So this was like 2009, 2000, no, 2010, 2011. One of those years I went. It was when Chris Brown came out. Okay. Um. Oh, that was a good one. I felt like I was at work the next day dying, and I was like, I should have taken off work. Right. It's an all day, especially if you go to tailgate. It's like if it know, doesn't rain and you're out there tailgating, literally you're out there probably drinking from two o'clock. Right. You're floating Nut around going to the are summer being stage. Sold. Oh yeah, like, a couple of them. Jumping. It's a it's a it's a it's an all day <laughs> event, <laughs> all day and all night event. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta. I mean, it, I think it works on Sunday because, but at the same time, it's like, damn, you gotta take off work the next I, day. I have no to this. I have no idea. I'd, I wish I had the, like the connects to get to somebody and ask, why the hell are you having a concert that big that goes on that long, Maybe. that late at night in Jersey, nonetheless, where right. a lot of people are coming from the city right. on a Sunday? I don't know whose idea It's that probably was. just like one of those things where it's such tradition that they like, we can't change it now. Fuck you. you, you fuck you, you can. Change it. <laughs> Do that shit in Central Park. Dog, I've been saying that they need to fucking move that venue for fucking It needs to be. They years. could do an outside festival, but I mean like. 
there's no Central, Central Park. Don't there's no um, no, but they have the free concerts <laughs> in Central Park. But then you can't put like metal detectors out there. What you need? Yeah, yeah. It's black folks. I, I went to a concert <laughs> in Central Park, <laughs> which I mean, it leads into the to where I was going with the next segment was like, okay, so with Irving Plaza two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows about Troy Ave taking a Cheddar Bob and catching <laughs> and shooting himself. Um, but also shutting down what was a decent venue for the entire summer, and now the Colts are feeling the rip- repercussions behind it. Um, what were the concerts that was all that were supposed to be held at Irving Plaza that were canceled? Well, Joey Badass, which is the most ironic thing that happened, Joey Badass, um, his concert got shut down. I say ironic if you don't know, Joey Badass and Troy Ave got into a little altercation beef. Oh yeah, situation. he he was the one that called into sweat and did that fuck shit. Yes, and you, and uh, I think it might have been like Hovain. All those guys behind his camp were like, "Oh yeah, I mean what he said is honest." Like, no, bro, he fucking talked shit about Capital Steez, a dude who was mentally afflicted and killed himself. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't talk about, and that's his best friend. You don't talk about people like that. Like that's fucked yeah. up. I don't yeah. care how tough you think you are, whatever. And so Joey washed his ass in, in the fucking in like on, on a couple songs, and that was it. But. Everybody has Google, and I'm sure that when they like Googled Joey Badass Troy, all that shit came up, and they were like, "Oh, we don't want to have another one." And I'm, anything close to Troy Ave is probably deaded in anything in the city right now. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure that that's half the reason why that happened. But Vince Staples, who's not close to none of that shit, his shit got canceled too. Right. And he's coming from California on a, a on it, a whole tour. It's just a black guy for the culture, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. And not just for the culture, but for like. Like even folks like Fab and people want to put on events in different places, yeah, because they want to play hip hop. It's like it all it automatically gets deaded on site. Yeah. When we already have an issue. We already can, and I think I said this in like the first episode yeah, that we did. But like, there are only a select few venues that want to play hip hop or want like quote unquote our kind or crowd at their venues: The Attic, Hudson Terrace, Co- Rooftop Three Sixty fucking i'll tell you the venues that are racist and don't Ooh, tropical 128 Ooh, okay we well, don't go there anymore where else um so i know not to give them none of my bread i'll i'll put the list in the comments section mm, the full yeah. list because it's in my notes but yeah, yeah. we airing you niggas out shit ain't safe <laughs> ain't safe around here <laughs> crazy um but yeah so it's like it's already a struggle it's already a struggle and like for stuff like this to happen and it hasn't happened in a long time in new york right which is the like we were smooth sailing for a little while and now it feels like something like this just sets the culture back 10 years i will say this though um i did go to um the bushwick arts creative festival on saturday on saturday i saw you Um, out there yeah and um they it was jada kiss performing like chic luke like that shit was very like New York nigga and <laughs> yo the cops was out there and they wasn't fucking tripping on nobody. I I for once for fucking once in life I commend like the NYPD like actually being out there helping people Tolerant. because it was in the middle of Bushwick like on Jefferson Ave and like a lot of people go out there have never been out there before mm-hmm. so they're like oh yeah no this is over there that's over here they don't care that niggas was drinking out there they don't care that like smoking was happening they was they let that shit happen and i i was like yo you know what and people respected the cops and respected everybody else and like that's when you have something beautiful i mean watching jada kids perform was like i mean you said you said you saw this i haven't seen any of the summer performances yet yeah. but jada kids going back to that hit that classic hip-hop shit though it was like everybody was loved because it's like yo listening to we gonna make it around everybody you don't know but everybody's mm. 
saying the words like we gonna make it, it, you become a family man it. and it was and that's one of those things where like new york rap does good for like the community and it was like seeing them at an arts festival that was dope. Yeah. Was that during the day or night? It was during the day. Um, well, key. The, it was during the, day. the funny thing, I don't know when I know, you, As soon as the sun goes down, people want to be dumb. Yeah. I don't know when you got rained on, but like Jadakiss performing, it started to, it brought the rain out, literally. Like mm. it brought the land out. That's dope, though. I mean, as long, as long as everybody had a good time, I didn't hear nothing bad about, you know what I'm saying, after the festival. I knew a couple people that was out there. So. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you know with Kiss out there too because I know the type of crowd that he brings out. That everything was all nah. It's true. I listen. I, well, I, I go, I've gone to, to Kiss shows for a long time. I know the crowd it brings out, but it's good that everybody was on their best behavior. A whole bunch know. of dirty big Yankee fitters yelling at Excuse each other. Excuse me. Watch him out. Um, but I mean, Dave, you have anything that uh, you want to share with us real quick that you watched this week? Oh. I mean, outside of that devastating playoff game, which I made my friends turn off at halftime so I could continue, so I could watch Game of Thrones. And then we ran up on this dude like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, yo, there's still better, time left. You better watch that on HBO Go. <laughs> <laughs> I did, definitely pulled my phone out and finished watching the episode. Yeah. But uh, I've been kind of busy lately, but I definitely still caught my damn Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So shit, good. Shit is getting lit. They, it's getting crazy. they're showing they they're showing the spread of like the the sept and like the 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 gods of the seven and like that whole religion right and they bringing they brought back you know, my nigga Sandor Clegane which is like really dope you know the hound if y'all don't know it's the, yeah, the hound is back that was good the to hound, see the hound is back, back. the yeah. guy with the the, the burnt yeah, head, yeah. Right? yeah. for his those brother, who don't his know his brother names is like his brother <laughs> I don't know nobody's Hold name on. but I watch the show every week Hold on. <laughs> his brother is the dickhead motherfucker who is now a, like a fake zombie. That is behind Cersei. He's called the Mountain. Oh, that, that, the oh. Mountain, that's, that's the Hound's brother. Yeah. The night guy. Okay. When they the were armor? kids, when they were kids, uh, the that. Mountain was always bigger than the Hound. When they were kids, they could like push them into the fire and held them there, and they like fucking burned half his face off. Oh, they, interesting. Yeah. So like, there's always been like some type of sibling rivalry. So uh, it's gonna be interesting to see with Cersei having to like do a turn uh, a trial by combat, and she's got the Mountain going for her, and now that. The dude is like, you know, the hound is fighting for the set now. Right. Because that was like what you should have taken from that is that he was, he had been, once he came back to life, he had been like with this religion and they slaughtered. They came, the brother, the brotherhood came through and slaughtered everybody. Everybody. Yeah. So now he's got to go and find the high sept and feel like, okay, what's my mission now? And you know what's going to happen. So. It's just It's about to get crazy. It's about to get I mean we're in our well, That was episode 7 So we're in our last Three episodes, three episodes Oh I was wondering I was about to ask you that Actually I have another question yeah. So um, Red hair joint Who Sansa? No, no She's talking about The um, one that was gonna do The walk of shame But they stopped it Oh What's Marjorie. Marjorie Marjorie yes Ma- Marjorie When Terrell. she gave her grandma That note with the rose Ooh I think that that's a, I think that's a house's sigil I, I'd have to look into it Some more I think it was more so like, yo, go here. It's just going, it's going to mm. go down. Yeah, I got this. Marjorie's planning something. She's and I plotting. said, I said this yes. the she's other week. Dumb. She's probably she the smart. most scheming and like successfully scheming person in the whole shit right now. Right. Because she's kept her head level the whole time. She's been she in prison. She was with Joffrey. From the jump. From, from the jump. When she was messing with Joffrey, she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Once Joffrey was out, she knew to climb a time in bed wait, next day. Wait, why she, but hold on, why she... <laughs> Why Tom and go to the why Tom and basically go to his pastor and be like, yo, my wife ain't giving me no Right, right, right. He was like he was like, I heard you haven't laid in the marriage bed. <laughs> Actually, what I thought was gonna happen was that because he got like you know put his hand on her hand, and right. I was like, oh, oh she about creepy. to seduce him, uh, and, and then like 
you know, get him to sin. Oh, so yeah. she has yeah. to turn the whole shit. Get That's why that sweet was a sad day. Uh, but then, <laughs> can we talk about um, Arya Stark real quick? Yeah, she got. Yo, she, she I was that, screaming. She, she had it coming. She, had she it tried coming. to run off on the plug she, twice, she had, no, and it was she, not going. She I had was it coming. Why you walk screaming. around town like everything on sweet? Because she, because she thought she was free. She thought she was good. Half a second. Don't get too comfortable. No. You know people. what I told you? No, what happened is that she done. She done went to the dude who's going to Westeros. I am. <laughs> Why you gotta take put that, the bold shoulders? Uh-huh. Take that silver up. Yep, you taking me? Oh, okay. We leave in two days. Nah, we leaving tomorrow. And I get in a cabin. All right. No. And, and I'm taking the money back. Uh-huh. You'll get it when, I get, get it back. when I get back. She get back. She go back and she goes to the she canal. Like she was sweet. She herself. sees the Bravosi soldier. I think it also kind of inflicts like, yo, this is it for you. This, this part of your life. Yeah. She becomes reflective. Yeah. And some lady goes, young girl, like, yo, you are in a, or was a part of a league of people that have that have many faces. faces. <laughs> you in a you in a city in a country. You don't know nobody in that motherfucker. I would not trust nobody. nobody. You yeah. lay. You, she let her guard you gotta, down. Yeah, you gotta lay low, man. So. Oh my god! At one point what? when she grabbed her, I was like, and and I had to close my eyes. I seen it when she. And I thought she slit her throat. I was like, bruh, oh, yeah, did they just kill Arya Stark? She swiped across. Like when she turned her around, she swiped her across. But yeah. when when she said little girl, and I was like, this face, who this? And she smiled. I was like, oh, she about to poke her up right now. <laughs> Not poke her up. I, yeah, I thought they killed her, and I was screaming. Well, like you said, we got three more episodes left, so we'll have some more to talk about over yeah. the next couple of weeks. Um, what you got, Kenny? What you got? I mean, wrapping up, I mean, what the the, the last call for the evening, um, raise our glasses. Um, I mean, as it kind of tied in, you know, it's coming back full circle to what you was talking about earlier, Fab. Um, you know, stretching yourself beyond your comfort zones, right? That's really the only way you really grow, you know, and it's, it's granting feeling uncomfortable is an uncomfortable feeling. Um, but it, it should be embraced. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. You should be nervous. Um, putting this together. I was nervous. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm leaning on y'all and <laughs> I'm saying even going back to trying to figure out how to uh, 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 get our stuff up on iTunes. Literally, I'm just going back and forth just trying to not fuck anything up. Um, you know, Fab learn how to DJ. You know, it's 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 uncomfortable and to and being nervous is not the best feeling. But you know, embrace it as long as you know you're still breathing. It's something that should be cherished because that's the only way you grow. It's the only way you get better. It's the only way you get bigger. Right. So, I mean, to the end of the episode, um, you know, we'll catch y'all next week. Um, Ty's over here getting it in right now. <laughs> Playing some game. I'm like, should I be concerned? Very, I was like, he he's getting out, jumping out his seat. I was like, um, <laughs> um yeah. So, what shit. you playing pool over there? Pool? <laughs> Pool's doing this? This is ridiculous. Eight ball corner money? pocket. He scratched. Yeah, he scratched. <laughs> Good lord. Um, all right, folks. So Ty's over there playing pool. I'm gonna go join him in a little bit. Um, it's but. on a camera phone, by the way, y'all. Uh, <laughs> why you had to blow the spot up? No, I, I, had I, to, I, I got the same app on my jack. You got the iPad app. Yeah, yeah, the last studio with right. the whole layout. Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, till next time, folks. Uh, I'm Ken. I'm Fab. Have a day. Hey, you listen to the last call podcast. Thanks for joining. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. yep.